Okay, punters, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview both on Stakes Day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layton were teaming up to record episode 132 of the 1 1. This is your West Australian Racing Podcast. It is, um, what is it? It's quarter to 12 on Thursday, the 7th of July. Pinjara today, Roeburn tomorrow, uh, tomorrow Friday. Right tomorrow, now. yep. Our studio time ends in 16 minutes as well, so this is going to be a quick uh, <laughs> <laughs> Belmont and Broome on Saturday, and it's Kalgoorlie on Sunday. Any runners Kalgoorlie Sunday? Uh, no, Saturday, Sinner got its head caught and broke its jaw. Yep. That's why we were scratched last Saturday. Oh, dear. And Carapalotti can't miss at the moment, but uh, no, there might be a, a little new acquisition to the Carapalotti Leighton Racing partnership okay. so stay tuned I think we're, we're in the process of trying to buy one off someone so very good um, just just stay tuned yeah alright stay tuned oh yeah, stay tuned stay very tuned. good stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the market city meets get out stakes competition and don't forget champs versus challengers or we've got uh, chump versus chump <laughs> That was good. I didn't even plan that. Uh, who we got? We got Potsy and yeah. uh, with an English accent for some reason, and uh, and we got Big Kev. Yeah, uh, two of the favourites, two of our favourites on uh, on this show, going head to head in a grudge match, and the winner will progress mm-hmm. as per the norm. So um, we have no one lined up for next week. Um, so if you do want to play next week, get your uh, get your entries in on Twitter. Yeah, give let us, us tweets or, or nominate someone, someone fresh if we can. But if not, we got some people lined up. For those, for those just listening to the preview edition of the one one, Terry got some news on the Betfair Edge. <clears throat> uh, yes, Betfair Edge is. I think it's a seven week hiatus during winter. Uh, so Miles and myself will be back in in six seven weeks. Um, and my written previews as well. I'm just having a little month off to, to freshen up. It's nice just so the only content Something. we'll be doing. Yeah, just get the fingers, fingers. a bit yeah a bit looser. I actually yeah. burnt myself. See, look at that a bit of oil popped on me. I was just cooking some potatoes. Um, <laughs> So until my oily finger recovers, there'll be no written previews for another month or so. But uh, there will be a landing page going on the Betfair Hub, and there will be our best and a link to the podcast as well. Oh, cool. But uh, our bests, yours and mine, um, will both be listed there with a little, very quick little spiel, just oh. a sentence or so. For those that don't want to listen to us for the next six hours, you can pop on there and grab a loser. All right. Let's get going on uh, both on Stakes Day. The rail position at Belmont on Saturday, July 9 is in the three-metre position. We touched on a bit of the uh, potential weather in the uh, earlier segment of the podcast, but uh, just to refresh, there is some rain predicted for um, for Saturday. But as Terry mentioned, that they could hold off on the, on the irrigation, expecting the rainfall. Uh, if the rain doesn't come, then we're it could be even good for territory, but if the rain does come, it could be five, six, seven, depending on how heavy heavy the rainfall is, and if it comes while the meeting is in action. So, getting towards the Bofine, which is race side of the day, the the, the track could be deteriorating. Mm-hmm. But uh, as as we always like to say, stay flexible and um, monitor monitor the conditions of the day. And um, yeah, and uh, yeah, but the at the moment, it it looks like there is rain coming. Saturday, so we're expecting uh, a rain-affected track, especially for the last half of the card. So, yeah. I think um, it'll be a good four for the two-year-olds in race one. Yeah, um, but there's no—it's—it's it's not an impossibility. We almost race on a soft six by the last. In saying that, might not be a drop the way the weatherman or woman has been going. Yep. Um, yeah, who knows? Okay. So, speaking of the two-year-olds, kick things off. It's the free entry to Belmont no. Park Plate. Not charging. No, ludicrous. Still. Yeah. Been gone for two weeks. Yeah. Wow. 
What else would you want to do on a bloody Saturday think at the Belmont Park? <laughs> you should actually. It's a lovely day out at Belmont Park. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, might head along next week. Watch be optimistic in the uh, classic. The Belmont classic. The classic. Yes. Free entry. Absolute bargain. Bargain at Belmont to kick things off. Um, and we've got Paddy's Lad. This is a short price favourite from the Dan Morton Yard. One from one. Good winner on debut. Bit of a different setup for it on Saturday, though. Jumped from three and was three back the fence and sort of squeezed through as a beautiful ride by Lakdar Romilly uh, two Saturdays ago there aboard Paddy's Lad. Different look from gate 11 with Brad Willa on board, Terry. Yeah, it is. It's it's hard to back against it, really. Um, just with barriers, though, you'd expect Diamond Command from one, it's drawn 11, so bad luck can play a massive part here, yep. and Diamond Command wins purely on map, but uh, I, neither of them at the prices excite me a huge amount. Um, yeah, I haven't got a bet in this race, to be honest, at this point in time. If I was looking for one outside the box a little bit, <clears throat> forgive a horse going around on a bog track in Bleecker Street mm-hmm. last time round. Its prior run behind Diamond Command was actually really good chasing him up. Lactar is probably the last time he'll get his kilo and a half, I'd say. Last yes. meeting, he'll probably have his kilo and a half. So um, He's done a, well, isn't he? Lactar Romilly. So, yeah, one more win and then he loses his metro- – he, well, he loses his apprentice's allowance. Yep. Yep. So he gets a uh, – he, Bleecker Street. What type of weight swing do we get? One, two and a half kilo weight swing for 0.6 of a length, Diamond Command. So if you're looking for one outside the box a little bit, maybe Bleecker Street. But uh, I do think that the two favourites will probably dominate the race. Just very hard to come at either at the prices with the barrier for Paddy's lad. SP profile as well, Bleecker Street was uh, 220 favourite at Pinjarra. Four horse race. Yeah. 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 Very bad. Megami and uh, Prince, I think, were in that race. and. Lord yeah. Randolph was the winner, and it wasn't went. It? Yeah, it went. Even though it was a soft seven, it went pretty poorly, and it was. And it was. It was actually a pretty big drifter on the on the fair as well. So the 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 two fancies are obviously obviously <laughs> obviously got it uh, got it between them. Interesting to see what Jason Brown can do on Diamond Command from one. Is Lactar's not on? Is, is Diamond Command Commander? a get-back horse, or has it just been that's just the way that Brad has opted to ride from the draws that it's it's received? So one, it'd be interesting to see where it lands um, with Jay Brown on board. The horse for me that could be the big improver that, that could run a race at I a guess. price is... Minehost. Minehost, yeah. yeah. Haven't really haven't minded his two 1,000-metre runs to kick things off. I reckon the 14 he's looking for gets a good draw with Sean McGrady jumping on board. Positive from there, can land a bit closer than what he has been. Um, if he steps and lands in a good spot, I think he's a top three chance um, with Paddy's lad getting back and 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 Diamond Command potentially needing luck from gate one. So if there's a if there's a third option there, then uh, then Minehost is the one for me. Yeah, yeah, I can see that as well. Yeah. I'd Minehost uh, uh, just below. Well, basically alongside Bleecker Street, around about that third pick. So, yeah, you do expect Paddy's lad to win, but the barriers make it interesting. Yeah, and the price just isn't like it was twenty one dollars on debut. That was the mm. that was that was the go. Uh, race two is the Tab Touch West Speed Platinum Handicap. Jeez, we love these West Speed Platinums, don't we? Mm. One thousand meters, and of course, it's the return of the. Veteran One, kit. The only. Oh, sorry. Halatorian. <laughs> Veteran kit. Is there a worse placed horse in the entire, like, it's deary, man. Embry versus Leighton. The two, yeah. two, two big dogs. <laughs> I reckon they'll run 10th and 11th as well. <laughs> um, yeah, no, good to have Halla back. I think Halla's going to need it. Um, with Bo from the wide gate, it's a, t- a sticky sort of setup, probably over the thousand. You'd think you'd probably just ride cold. I'd well, suggest. The, the market doesn't seem to think. Well, that Brad Hallett's- went up favourite. I, I love that. One of the owners, he's just gone bang. We're going to, uh, we're going to 
get the I'm going to give us the respect we deserve yeah. early doors. So yeah. Um, yeah, no, looking forward to the prep for Haller, but this isn't the start I'll be on. Uh, I was pretty keen to back Glasgow Girl, but mm. um, as I was on the. Uh, computer before actually it, b- before my eyes it went from eights to fives like literally just, i watched i watched the fluck like when i was just flicking through just evaporated um, so yeah look with vicky corver and brad graham you've got a uh, not one of the more popular apprentices smaller yard they can be drifters in the market so that's my hope here bj i can see money for a horse like pink and gray from the good draw with the 54 famous journey will probably lead them up sunny silk's got the best form on the board but yeah. those that have listened to this in the past and remember Sunny Silk. It's got a horrible record with Christy Bennett on. Like, it's got a really, really bad record, and that's something that worries me. Um, so I don't know where the money comes. Requisition was better last start, but Contessa Medici hit the line well, but it's going to have to win from last at 10 bucks over a 1000 Requisition was really tough the other day. I mean, yeah. I had something on first first run with CJP on board, went absolutely awful, but it ran a lot better race last start. So Hard to catch old Brent Pope. Yeah. Yeah, the horse is pretty hard to catch as well. So, so yeah, I sort of... What, what were you sort of thinking price-wise, Glasgow Girl, before? It has to be favourite. Yeah. Like, for me, it ha- I back, well, I backed it first up. I'll, I'll say that first of all. Um, I had something on. Um, the, race, I, the race goes two walks one. Yes. Um, so I had something on. So I had something on and um, missed the kick, which isn't a trait of Glasgow Girl to miss the kick. So I'm always willing to forgive that, um, but travelled and went her asses and just looked so happy to be a racehorse and wanting to be there. So don't know if Vicky can lead. If she can kick through and lead, that'd be great. But I think Famous Journey will cross. She'll hold the back of Famous Journey. And if she can get clear air, like we're talking four lengths, um, Oh, I've got it all written down, like written, written matter, matter graceful, three lengths, girl, graceful girl, all day session, uh, all day session. Yeah, the three names you, you just go. Well, these don't race against that. These West Speed the, Platinum the races. Run, run prior was Angelic Miss. Yeah, these West Speed Platinum races are just um, are just shockers. Oh, they're absolutely shockers. You got the point of difference horse. It's drawn one. It should be on the back of the leader. Going to need some luck um, getting a gap, but there isn't much upside to many of these, and it's it's raced in far better and gets in really nicely at the weight. So yeah, I, I was three seventy Glasgow girl. I'm, it's five bucks now. I'm hoping we. I'm hoping there's a little drift late. I'm, I'm hoping there is, but it's such a hard market to read. Yeah. I was Glasgow girl as well. Um, Sunny Silk, of course, was coming out of the No White Flag 66 plus. Prior to that was the Eoways 66 plus. Um, goes good to the Belmont 1000, of course. And the Harrison Yard in a bit of form with uh, with Dave um, coming back and forth from, from Broome. But um, again, it's just that, it's just whether Christy is able to uh, get the best out of this, uh, Christy Bennett, of course, get the best out of this mare on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just that Glasgow girl first up run was just, she. Just, you're right, just had so much fuel in the tank and um, very rarely... Um, have you seen Glasgow Girl miss the start like that? So um, Victoria Corver learn from that experience on her bouncer out box seat. I think Glasgow Girl's a horse to beat. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just on just those names. I yeah. mean, you've been beating four and a half lengths, Graceful Girl, and you're carrying the same weight here. So, yeah. um, geez, you got half a kilo less than when you were two point seven from all day sessions. So, and we saw enough first up to suggest that um, yeah, she's a happy horse. So get her out the gates and. Bob's your uncle. Glasgow's your girl. Makes sense. Yep. All right. Race three is you just is just before you finish yeah. that race. You just I just like I'm going to be on Glasgow even if it's four fifty late. Yeah. I'll probably take it. Yeah. I just know it's a losing bet. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I can't help myself. Glasgow girls. A uh, yeah. She backs herself. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, all right. Race three is the Robert 
H Lewis handicap, mm. 2,200 metres. Uh, couple, uh, one of your old favourites, a couple of your old favourites here in double digit, bold success. You've had some success on both those horses over the journey. And, of course, Reliable Star, um, yeah, was being called not so reliable star or unreliable star prior mm-hmm. to her last start win, but uh, got back in the winner's list uh, with that victory against a sort of similar-ish lineup. And, uh, but the, the addition to the race is the stable mate, Fashion Queen, having its first look over a trip, I think. Well, we had Adam Durant on the Betfair Edge um, before Fashion Queen's last start, and he agreed with me that the horse was just flying. Like yep. She is going so well. Um, she was meant to be retired last start. Yeah, right. So uh, obviously he's convinced because he was trying to convince Bob to let her have a few more runs. Yeah. But again, they've gone the apprentice over the journey. There's a 66-plus later in the day where they're sending Brave Dream around in. Just put a senior on that, mm. and she would have won that by panels. Like she would have won that so comfortably. A so. bit oddly placed, this prep. Just so horse. poorly yeah. placed. Like, oh, God, I'd love to get a hold of it because it's rare from that yard, these silks, you just think, God, what are you doing? Mm. Like, it's just poor. Very it's rare. just been a very it's been a very poor placement. Tyke, it should have won three this campaign. Yeah. Like, it's going so well. I just don't know if she'll stay. And and then you got Taj and you got the awkward gate. So she's. I'm going to take – she beats me. That's fine. I've got no issue with that here. But um, – yeah, I, I was going to comment on double digits price, but it's sort of gone off um, in the meantime. It's 16 into 10s in the last hour or so. But um, Reliable Star was a good winner, but um, that was just a war of attrition. I think Bold Success went about 400 lengths quicker than Benchmark to the turn. Um, it was huge. Bold Success was the run of the race, really. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't be able to do that and still be there. So Kesha's got so, the sack. Yeah. So, I, don't, I don't like that personally because I think it's a very hard horse to navigate, and I think Kesh got the horse. He just got it wrong last start. Well, in, interstate, according to... To the the um, the sectional the Vince Cardi's daily sectionals here Vin, uh, interstate sixteen lengths faster than benchmark to the eight hundred and of course bold success was outside interstate so bold success has gone fifteen and a half lengths faster than average to the to the eight hundred yep. on that race so they absolutely flew in and reliable star was a long last but she's it was still, gone Sunsphere was gone they've run second and third she still was four point seven lengths going 4.7 lengths faster than average to the 800. So it was wild, wild sort of I think uh, you'll speed. find with no interstate and with Lactar going on Baltic Cessus, we a different type of race. Yep. Um, on paper, it's the exact map they want because yep. they want this horse in the breeze. That's what you got, it needs you got, to breathe. you got uh, Barra Magic leading? So you got Barra Magic leading. Yep. If, if they've got a mindset with Barra Magic after a failure to take a sit, that's when things get awkward for yep. Baltic Cess because they don't want to be on that rail. Um, so you almost have to let a horse like, I, I don't know, I can't see many other leaders there. There's potential one or two could go forward, but that's when it could get awkward. But um, yeah, I, I just think with the, if, if Lactar can control Baltic Cess, uh, in the breeze, um, it just might be a different race for a reliable star to try and pick up and grab it. So, look, I'm, I'm about four bucks bold success, three forty reliable star, um, seven dollars fifty double digit. So, there's potential for bets there. Bold success, I think, is the one that represents itself as a, as a bet for me. So, um, that's that's probably the way I, I'll go. Um, Brad went up about seven bucks, which was a price that interested me. Five fifty, not as excited about, but still overs. Mm. Yeah, I. I'm not. A, I've never really been a big bold success supporter over the journey, but they're they've the tailors have got this horse exactly where in its groove. Where yeah, it's just in the zone at the moment, and to be so tough after that was just an absolute, you know, um, just a gut buster really. Um, to be so tough and still finish second on that occasion, even prior to that, the sluice sluice box. Reliable star, and then won quite well. Um, outside leader in over twenty one hundred, carrying weight. So, uh, 
bold success and it, you're right they're not there's that insane tempo is not going to be a factor on on Saturday if Barramagic can can lead and bold success sits outside it it's going to he's going to be that bulldog that's going to be really hard to get past isn't he mm-hmm. so uh, he was the one that I was sort of looking looking towards just the way that the race shaped and um and I I, I thought there was signs from Bonneville back black that he's heading in a more positive direction second up she's one that will love it if the rain comes early enough yeah Bonneville Black uh, always sort of had plenty of ability, lost form. He. Uh, he, rather. Always. Uh, that was me that said she, sorry. Yeah. Did you say he? I said she. He. There you go. Bon- uh, Bonneville Black, um, better last start. The Fred Kersley yard has just been a massive improve. one of the most improved stables over the last two or three months in Western Australia. A, so. a lot of that, I think, goes to, comes down to jockey choices, yeah. I think, as well. As Fred was giving a lot of the apprentices goes on a lot of his good chances and just wasn't all, always going right for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then he starts putting, you know, Clint on a few. And um, Troy Turner wrote a couple from Nice Gates, yeah. wrote them well. And, yeah, I think you see the difference and the benefits that the um, from the more experienced troops. Yes, yes. So, anyway, I thought Bonneville Black could be a horse who sort of um, building towards something, but for me, uh, bold success, I reckon. Um, outside leader, toughs it out, and if Reliable Star can get past him um, under those circumstances, then too good. Yeah, 100%. Different race for Reliable Star. If you are going to back Reliable Star, hold off as well. Yeah. The 240 will, ne- will not be the best price. Okay. Uh, race four is the Walker and McMaster handicap over twelve hundred metres. It's a graduation grade. Um, couple of horse, couple of statements at the top of the order. They crossed the line together last start. Cross statement, false statement. They finished third and fourth respectively behind Paul Lee the other day. Astro Warrior, impressive winner, uh, was well found by the market. His first start for Hayden Ballantyne at Northern the other day, and of course you've got Cold Shizzle, who's coming out of three year old company, uh, big weight dropper. Um, Gets a nice map as well, so interesting to see your analysis of this race. I think Cold Chisel's a big. Um, it's a bit like Via Monte keeps coming up big on the in the figures mm-hmm. and whatnot. So I think Cold Chisel's just a battler. To okay. be honest with you, I think it's just a real battler. Um, yeah, maps well, runs nice races, but it does at every start. You know, I just, lacks, I just it lacks a lacks a punch. Yes, exactly yeah. right. Lacks a killer blow. Yeah. So I'm really keen on um, on cross statement here. A um, little bit of move in the early market fives to fours. I can see, but I'm I'm still okay with the four bucks. I yep. I think Betfair will probably provide that opportunity to take that price. As I said, cold chisel. We'll probably start pretty well in the market. Um, I think a few of these are well unders and will drift. So, what's your map? Uh, well, I mean, I'm interested because I know that with cross statement, I don't think there's uh, a huge desire to lead. That's been the plan. They just want to be sort of following one or outside of one. Or so I think. But or, the problem is, th- it's the three best. W- three wide, no cover. Or three wide, no cover. Yeah, <laughs> it was so good last start. Like it wasn't in the stewards' report for so. me. If false statement couldn't beat it home last start, looking at this map on paper. If they performed at that level again, false statement can't turn the tables. No. That's how I see it. Unless, because the biggest beneficiary almost the whole day of rain would be false statement. Yeah. He loves it. Um, but yeah, look, I, I think the problem with cross statement is it begins better than all these. Like it's so much sharper out of the gates. So they might be forced into leading. And I, I hope if they are, they just 
own that to a degree and maybe learn, well, just learn again. But they ideally, a horse like Multinational or Norwich to a lesser degree would, would show some intent early, come across, and then they pop out to the breeze, sort of what they've been trying to do with Bold Success in recent weeks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that form is just significantly better than a lot of these. Um, yeah, a lot of these are going really nicely, but I just think the cross statement form is better. And I think this is cross statements race. So I'm $2.70. And um, yeah, this is one of my two major keen bets for the day. Yeah, keen, keen cross statement um, as well. Just want to get your read on Astro Warrior. Always looked like a horse who oh, had, I'm a had Astro talent. Warrior fan. Yeah. Um, sort of. Summer Dixon, prior to that, Campbell McCallum, but mm-hmm. seemed to be a bit be a bit quirky or a little bit immature mentally for the and unprofessional, I suppose, in a way. Well, it's two wins prior to that first up win for Hayden were circling the field yep. from wide gates and doing all the work and just being tough late. So that's the reason I – because I really like the horse. That's the mm-hmm. reason I sort of stayed out first up is because I had it behind runners on the fence and it's traditionally just before, uh, got into a fight with a jockey. Yep. So Hayden has obviously done a really, really good job with the horse and it's got the potential. It was given that race first yeah, up, wise it, words laid off and it had to win. Yeah. But Astro Warrior's got the potential to elevate and yeah, and be a player here. I think there's even been a little bit of early money um, for Astro Warrior. I think it's 13s into 9s, 50. And last start, it was 10s to 4. Yeah. So I think the stable know they've got one that's going pretty well. Um, but um, yeah, it's if, if he can keep Astro Warrior happy, it, it could go through the grades. Yeah. So last start, I was super keen on, as, um, as a lot of people were on, false statement. And I just... Incredible that he couldn't get past cross statement mm. that last hundred meters and run a run, run a drum. Uh, the way so the track was playing as was, well, like uh, I thought he gave it the exact ride. Like maybe he got flushed a little early and the inside pad looked off and he just it would just look to the bet the yeah. way the track was playing. It was one of those ones where even though Betfair found it late, yep. I kept backing it because oh, this deserves to be shorter. So, I mean, it, w- it was only beaten zero point seven, but the telling thing for mine was cross statement was three wide no cover the entire. Although I don't think it showed up in the stewards report, but it definitely was. <laughs> And false, false statement uh, had it basically had it had its back was ready to go past and couldn't so plenty of merit in that from cross statement and it just makes um, makes cross statement the bet for me on Saturday. Yeah, Taylor's could be a big day for them. Yeah, got mm. a uh, yeah good little book. All right, let's take a break and it's the mastermind is back back back. We've had a few weeks off the mastermind, but it is back and it's. Uh, Kieran, Kevin, Evans versus Kyle, Potsy, Potter, a, uh, a grudge match, 30 episodes in the making. So uh, let's get rolling. All right, BJ, it is now time for the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind competition. Yeah, after a bit of a break. A little the, hiatus. Yeah, the Mastermind is back. Uh, a yeah. Toyota hiatus. <laughs> So the Mundaring Hotel, of course, uh, been uh, a sponsor of ours since day one. The Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street. Mundaring, if you get an opportunity, if you're in the neighbourhood, drop in. See the publican in Butchie O'Connor. Say good day. Let him know that you listen to the 1-1. If you do go up there, make sure you give Butchie a shout out. He always loves to chat, talk horse racing, talk anything, and he'll look after you. Red carpet treatment up there at the Mundaring. So to get the... Get the bit of momentum back in the Mastermind, Terry. We've gone back through the archives, and uh, one of the one of the great grudge matches that we've had way back, episode one hundred and two, was Kieran Kevin Evans versus Kyle 
Potsy Potter. On that occasion, Potsy came out on top. So we decided to get the two protagonists back on board today. It's Potsy versus Kev. And uh, we better welcome back in, seeing as he won last time they met, Kyle Potter. Hello, Potsy. Hey, BJ. Hey, Terry. Kev. It's good to uh, good to have you good to have you back on Potsy. How's uh, how's it uh, how's life? How, how's things at Perth Racing? You got uh, your four hundredth track manager for the last uh, short period of time. Uh, when, 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 when are you when are you taking the reins? What's going on? Is it just a shambles out there? <laughs> oh well, if they put it up online, I might have to chuck in the resume, get myself an interview. But uh, <laughs> nah, very busy. I'd say yeah. Nah, things have. Uh, pretty full on. Astronauts looking a treat, so I'm just keen to get back there and hope for some good weather. Because if, if it keeps raining, um, yeah, it's not going to be too good here at Belmont. Potsy, uh, Potsy yeah. started from the bottom. Now he's here. You're moving on up out there at uh, Perth Racing, Potsy. <laughs> well, everyone's leaving, so it's just <laughs> like a bit, it's a bit like it's, it's, yeah, the time's coming. <laughs> Process yeah. of elimination. <laughs> Stephen exactly. Bradbury effect out there at Perth Racing. Um, <laughs> Potsy, mate, thanks for jumping back on and having another crack at the mastermind. You'll be taking on none other than Kieran, Kevin, Evans, Kev. Welcome back. Thanks, BJ. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Terry. Uh, last time I spoke to you, I think we had a bit of a bust up on social media. So yeah, um, we took no, at least we took um, it into the <laughs> at least we took it into the private hallways of. Um, of uh, direct messaging, mate. We, we came up with a um, a resolution, which was good. You were wrong, I was right. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's always nice when we can agree in the end. <laughs> when we can come to a compromise. Exactly right. It's often easier that way. It's often easier that way. Yeah, anyway, I think that, that's a topic of discussion that we actually had then, which we, uh, we, we'll keep uh, between us. But uh, it's good to have you back on the show, Kev. You're one of our favourites. And uh, how's the confidence levels heading into a uh, – a little match race against uh, against Potsy. Uh, look, uh, after getting beaten the first time, it did all sorts of my confidence. So I think I took a few months off social media, and <laughs> now I'm back. Now I'm back, and um, now I'm ready for redemption. Very good. I can't wait right. for this one. As I said, this is uh, this has been 30 episodes in the making. This uh, this rematch. So, Kev, <clears throat> Kev, and uh, Kyle. Oh, actually. You want to go with you want to roll with Potsy? Potsy, roll, roll, yeah, roll with Potsy. We can, we Otherwise, can, we can. we'll get away with it from the uh, Kevin. Kyle, I'll use my buzzer. Kyle, behavior. Right, Kyle, right. that sounds like your mother would call you when, you're, uh, when you haven't cleaned, when you haven't cleaned your <laughs> yeah, room. I, I made your bed. Last time someone called me Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> pro- probably, probably when the race was meant to be at twenty one hundred. That's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you said you wouldn't. You I do just once, just once. We're going to move on straight away. All right. I'm excited. Oh, then so, before we start, though, yes. can we talk about the big case? The big what? Halitorian. Oh, the Halitorian. big H. Yeah, uh, Hunter Hurst Helms. I want whatever Brad. I want whatever Brad smoking. <laughs> I, I agree, mate. He's gone up favourite. I, I thought it was a mark of respect and also a sign of how bad the race was. But uh, I tell you what, um, yeah, that's that's a little bit uh, a little bit thin for me. But they, I, uh, I just got the feeling we're in for a big campaign. They, Maybe uh, not Saturday. Are they climbing out of trees to back uh, Halatorian sub five dollars on? Oh, mate, if they well, are. I was I was hoping for five bucks to play. So uh, that's why I was hoping five dollars to finish. So yeah. I, uh, <laughs> that's, 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 that's quite smart from Brad, you know, the connect, 
connections have big names. Keep it safe. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's done the bookmakers <laughs> role there. Names. Yeah, we're <laughs> not <laughs> bloody bog Yeah, that is accurate. Um, oh, I tell, I tell you what, Terry would tell you otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> we'll save we'll save the uh, we'll save the plunge for uh, for second up potsy, but I'm excited. Roy's uh, Roy said he's he's growing another f- six hands, so he's uh, he's about seven meters long now. Um, yeah, no, how big his hand though? He was, and he was always going to be a better four year old as well. The, the, uh, the thing that surprised me was um, I think Roy must have been tossing up between Halatorian and Heavily Waters for the Bofine start, and he, he went the, he, he went the other way. <laughs> Well, I said we're going, and Tommy said to me, oh, we're going in the 1,000-metre uh, West Speed. And I said, oh, no, I'm sure Roy will go to the Bofong. And then I've seen Heavenly Waters in there, which is only about seven points higher than us. I've gone, gee whiz, we probably were a chance to go into the Bofong. So um, I don't know, I don't know if we could have beaten Will Chino, though. I think, yeah, Will Chino might have had us, but I don't know. Seeing that we did beat other one son, though, or... Exactly. We did beat other ones, son. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's, there's really strong form lines through Halatorian if you look at it. So yeah. we'll get to black type, but it might be a campaign or two away. Yeah, yeah the way patience. Roy's training it, I do think it will be a better probably eight-year-old as well. Patience. So, yeah, in about right. four years, you'll see the best of Halatorian. I, I can't wait for you. I need the money now. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. All right, guys. Your names are your buzzers. You're both experienced masterminders. To be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to be the first contestant to answer three questions correctly. Terry. All right. So I've been told to go with Potsy. Well, Potsy told me to go with Potsy first because he won their matchup last mm. time. So uh, current, current, I'm going to go with current, current head-to-head champion. Are you ready? Yeah, ready. Big Kev, are you Ready. Ready. Three, two, one. Who am I? I went for a. This is actually just before we start. I went for quite a difficult one. I didn't know who the challenges were. If I realised it was you two, I would have really dumbed it down and kept things simple. So, easy hit yeah. So good. Good luck here. Good luck. Okay. My still active sixty-eight star career. So still active means they're still uh, racing. Has yielded a tick over four hundred thousand dollars. But I reckon I'm a better man than that. I've never won black type, but I finished in the top five in the two thousand and sixteen Perth Stakes. Caracatta Plate and WA Sires. And as a four-year-old, I ran a pair of seconds to Enticing Star in a couple of Saturday handicaps. I was initially with the Simon Miller Yard and from start 14 onwards was really known as an apprentice horse. Amazingly, my next 35 outings, I was ridden by claiming apprentices. Uh, Mitchell Pateman was my second trainer and it didn't take long for him to break through aboard me, popping across to Kalgoorlie, were not only training, but also riding me to victory with 61 kilos. It wasn't long before I was transferred to Darren Pateman up in Broome, uh, where I actually, uh, I actually backed her in the broom, sprinted 100 to 1, and she ran a gallant third. Gallant third. Good thing beaten, BJ. Uh, I've won a race at Broome this season, dead heating with Moulton. The first word of my name you'd associate with going too fast in a motor vehicle, and the second, a flying object in outer space. Uh, Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> oh, actually, oh, no, it's not that, is it? <laughs> Three, two, one. I was going to say speedy comet. Ah, <laughs> he's got there. Well, going too fast in a motor vehicle would be speeding, and a flying object yeah. in outer space would be a comet. Speeding comet. That's right. You got, you, you got it right, Potsy. You got it right. I thought got, I was, yeah, I was a bit there. <laughs> you there, Kev? 
Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. All right. Plot some, some sort of question. Plot off. That well, it was a challenging yeah, start. Was, As I said, I wasn't actually part. joking. I went for a, quite a, a difficult one. So, um, yeah, well done, Speeding though. Comet. Speeding Comet. Speeding Comet. There you go. Always <laughs> one of my favourites. I reckon I did my ass in it many times. All right. Next question. Potsy is off to a fast start here. Okay. Taj Dyson will be wearing the famous cerise and white colours on three occasions this Saturday. Name the only Peter's Investments horse Taj has ridden to victory so far. Oh, shit. <laughs> Three, oh, two. It was in the wet. Kyle. Kyle. Two, one. Oh. And that's it. No. You're yeah. both out. Kev, you got one second. Bash and Queen. No, wet, wet track, beat home, street fair. You don't get points for this. Oh. You don't get points for this now. I'm just trying to try to. They've only got, he's got like five horses that are all similarly named. It was, of course, Mystery Moment at Pinjara on oh. June 23. Oh. All right. Next question. <laughs> Shoulda, coulda, woulda. <laughs> Next question. Name the horse aiming to win a second straight Bofine Stakes on Saturday. Kyle. F. Kyle. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that was that was that was Kyle comfortably. That was definitely me. Uh, right. I must be still. I must be on mute. <laughs> 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 uh, Kyle, Kyle, two, Kev, yet to score. All right. Warm and fuzzy uh, completed a winning double for Ashley Maley at Belmont last Saturday. Who was that horse's previous trainer? Oh. Come on, lads. Three, two, one. And... Oh. No, I'm sorry. The buzzer the buzzer beat you that time. <laughs> oh, I reckon Kev would have absolutely gone off if we allowed that. So, um, the, answer, the answer was Mr. Neville Parnham. Correct. Oh. All right. Yeah, no, I'm not getting that. The dam of sad days except or frigid is the multiple WA Group 3 winner, Fisher Bandana. Who trained her? Kyle. 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 Uh, Michael Granton. Fuck me, Dad. In, uh, in, that's, that's not even a good guess. In, that's so, probably the worst no, no, guess. No, probably thought I was talking. Anyway. Wait, who did you say? Who? Oh, I understand what <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, done yeah. with. Yeah. Right. Okay, BJ's going to read the question again. We're going to give you your- Kev. You're going to- Kev. Oh, Kev. Go for it. Is it Dima? Yeah, uh, it took your Google a while to fire Darren up. Darren McAuliffe was the trainer of Fisher Bandana, the mother of- Can you say of... who you... Sorry. Oh, come on, Potsy, listen to the question, mate. Said who trained it? Yeah, who trained Fisher Bandana was Darren McAuliffe. Oh. <laughs> this Dear is great. Me. This Dear. is great. This has Dear. got all the hallmarks of a classic. This. Yeah, it's an absolute <laughs> classic. This is definitely one that um, you don't show to international uh, visitors that think you've got a high-quality game. <laughs> <laughs> Potsy 2, Kev 1. Name the 2019 Pinjarra Cup winner going around in ratings company at Belmont this Saturday. Ooh, oh, fuck. Yeah, Three, two, one. Kyle. Kyle. Um, Three. Imperious Mile, I don't know. Yeah. 
Incorrect. Good, good, good guess though. No. I'm going to give. I'm yeah. going to give. Like, oh, we're going to we're going to start handing out. Like you know when you used to finish. Or well, I used to finish a running race in like the <laughs> bottom division, run seventh. <laughs> we're going to start handing out participation awards. That's where we're at here, boys. Kev, jump in in three, <laughs> two, one. Nah, the answer, nah, the answer is he's a Parker. Oh, I'd love to know. Oh, so of course. Heck, heck, McLaren. All right. MTA finished second behind what horse in the 2020 WA Guineas? 2020 WA Guineas. Kyle? Kyle. Oh. Um, Triple Missile? Incorrect. Kev for the steal. You got two seconds here, Kev. Two. Oh. One. And watch $600,000 sale the other day. Watch me dance. Oh, watch me dance. <laughs> hey, boys, oh, yeah. we, we only wrote, wrote about 220 <laughs> questions, so we, we might need a, a bit of time All right, to so chuck a score, few more The down. score is 2-1. All right. Have either of them scored? I it's thought it was 0-0. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is like watching. Something uh, current. <laughs> All right, name the horse. Compete. This is like watching a game of soccer. <laughs> name the horse competing in his third consecutive Bofine Stakes on Saturday. Kyle. Potty. Mervin. Oh, <laughs> Bang. He's done it. He's done it. He's it's just <laughs> dear. The mighty members. How the fuck is that thing still going around? <laughs> Kev's wild. Potsy's on top of the world. He's done it again. He's uh he's outwitted, outfoxed, outsmarted. He is once again the WA Racing Mastermind. Congratulations, Kyle Potter. Thanks, mate. It's, it's, Kev, if you want another go, mate, we can put the gloves on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, it's, it's a shame there had to be a loser there because there really should have been two. But um, well done, Potsy. Uh, are we going to have the pleasure? What we need, though, yep. we don't just need you back next week. We need you back the following week so we can talk about Halatorian uh, for his second up assault. So are you – hey, is Halatorian okay hey. to get you? Yeah. Are we uh, – not only can we get you back next week, but can you guarantee us a victory? Uh, I hope so. I uh, hope so. Well, I was going to tip Alatorian this week as a Maddie, but yeah. Brad ruined that idea. If, if, in two, if two weeks' time he's up again, then. And we get a price, yeah. Yeah. Sure. No, I, 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 re- I reckon, look, my, my advice to you, uh, I don't think I actually passed on the information. I, my advice to you would be just hold fire until it's second start. I'd suggest uh, Love it. Uh, save, Love the, it. save the pennies and open up the piggy jar for second up and then we go, then we go whoop. Congratulations, Potsy. That $100 gift voucher, the Mundaring, another one is on its way. Uh, we'll be chatting to you again next Thursday when you defend your title. Kev, always a pleasure to have a chat with you on the one-one, mate. You're welcome back anytime, anytime, and uh, yeah, good luck on the punt on the weekend. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me back, Potsy. Thanks, Kev. Boys. Thanks, fellas. Thanks. Cheers. The mastermind's back, Terry. Oh, it's it's back. It's back. It's back. <laughs> <laughs> Gee whiz, what a spectacle. What a uh, spectacle is probably the wrong word. What, what, what would you call a, an audio spectacle? Uh, it, was just, it was just good what to- listen. Yeah, it was just good to um, to get the two combatants back in, uh, back on the pod together. Mm. That's Pot, Potsy's got him, got his measure, hasn't he? He sort of, he wins the mo- the mental battle and uh, that's two to Potsy over Kev. And uh, yeah, so we just got to find someone to take, take on Potsy 
the current mastermind next week. Yeah, no, we certainly do. I, I reckon it won't be hard to find someone to, uh, <laughs> Who to come on. fancies their chances? <laughs> it's like, a, yeah, it'll be like a game of T-ball, whoever comes on. The ball's just sitting on a tee and it should just be how far do you want to hit it. I know uh, Liam Peters, who uh, and we'll be talking a lot about some of the Peters runners in our uh, in our preview uh, as we work through the rest of our preview, rather. Uh He's pretty keen to have another go. All right. Yeah, he's had that one run under his belt. And he wants to, wants to have another crack at mm-hmm. the Mastermind. So, but uh, once again, Kyle Potter, he is the uh, the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind for episode 132. He'll be back to defend his title next Thursday. If you want to have a go, uh, let us know at the 11 Pod on Twitter and uh, we'll get you on to face off against Potsy for that $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring next Thursday. All right, we're back with race five. It's the Amelia Park Handicap for 1,200 metres, and it's the three-year-olds in action here. Bit of merit, three from three, resumed with that 1,000-metre victory first up at Belmont a couple of weeks ago. But this is, this is that's going to be his first attempt beyond the 1,000 metres for Bit of Merit. First, gate nine, that run as well. Gate nine of nine. Uh, there, is some, there is some strength amongst the opposition, so we'll be going to be finding out a bit more about bit of merit on Saturday. However, in that um, process of finding out about his level of talent, do you really want to be diving in at the uh, the current odds, Terry? No, definitely not. Um, good win first up. Not going to take much away from it, but the leaders stopped. The horse that had the camp on the leaders stopped, so it had to be back markers. Fatal Femme was behind at the run. It's run third. Fatal Femme is just battling. Yep. Like, it's just battling. It came out yesterday and just battled away again. So... That was a race set up for the back markers. Very simply, like, what have you got this map wise? Is have you got Snipperucci just having it to itself out in front? Yeah, I was. Do you think Let's Gallivant's going to start? No, race yesterday. Oh, it, it it might do, but I think Snipperucci's quicker. Okay, I think Snipperucci can come I just, across. I just, way, I, I've just noticed Brandon when he's he's looking like he's been getting Brandon Louis. We look like he's going to be getting crossed. He's he's sort of has uh, made the horses towards his outside really earn the lead if, uh, if cooks not. And cooks his own chances completely as well. Sometimes. but yeah. so That ride on our norm yesterday was as just as poor a ride tactically as I've seen in my life. I'll take that as a comment. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I, haven't, I, haven't, uh, I haven't seen it. But, uh, either lead but or that, let the horse go on your outside. Just that this frustrates who me. Who won over, that race? Over 2,000 metres. I don't care who won yeah. the race. That's all I care about is that. Oh, that was a red hot, hot race, was it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's gallivant an important piece of the puzzle from a map point of view. Raced yesterday, ran fourth. Um, Brandon Louis on board. But if um, if Sniparucci can uh, can cross let's gallivant or if let's gallivant comes out, then um, Taj. Dyson and SJ Miller coming off a double last Saturday look like they're going to be controlling things out in front. Yeah, it's it's actually a really interesting point. Let's gallivant. I just allowed for it to come out. Yeah. Um, but if it does race, that does change things a little bit. But uh, yeah, if, if they get across with Snipperucci and um, and lead, like, do you think that if Snipperucci's a happy horse, as Snipperucci's had six starts this campaign, I think and won three of them. I've backed literally backed at the other three. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I just I can't. Mate, I just can't find Snipperucci <laughs> to save my life. But. Can bit of merit? I don't. I don't think if if Snipperucci holds its form and it leads, yeah, bit of merit. There, it can't run the sectional required to win from last. Like it's not possible. Does that make sense? Yeah, math. Yeah, mm. yeah, math. It's just not possible. <laughs> it could be great. <laughs> yeah. It can flood home, but it just can't run the sectional. Especially if it's required. got to go around them too. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So that that's the way I see it. But um, like I'm, I've marked Snipperucci and. Uh, 
bit of merit, a $3.10 favourite, a pair in saying that I've not allowed for Let's Gallivant. So I haven't had a bet yet, haven't considered having one, even though it's well over my price, Snipperucci. A, because I hate Snipperucci, and B, um, because I hate, I hate Snipperucci. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It just feels like a race I should stay out and watch. And um, yeah, look for the for the sake of WA racing. I hope Bit of Merit's a star for the yeah. Michael Campbell as well. I hope it comes out and and whacks him. But yeah. um, yeah. I think I think a lot of it will depend on Taj's decisions between the six hundred and the four hundred, right? It's also with Snipperucci, um, it's a ma- massive loss. Holly to Taj for yeah. a front runner. Holly just gets him running so fluently and happily. It's not the same deal for Taj. So I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'm really flat about that. If hardly ever drew a gate, it'd back itself. To be honest with you, because it's it's that moment in time where you've got to you've got to quicken in order for the field not to bunch. Because yep. if the field bunches and Lucy just tracks up on bit of merit, then it'll smash you. Yep. Do you know what I mean? So there needs to be that element of stretch, um, lackey band type type uh, effect there for. Um, for Snipperucci and Taj, rather than them bunching, and which which allows bit of merit to work into the race, doing no work, and then be able to out sprint you over the last four hundred meters. So, yep. um, outside if, of if that was Kesha Holly on Snipperucci, it would be a yeah, I'd, I'd happily really dive in, and have a good bet, but um, just a bit of still some trust with Taj and learning that aspect of the caper. For me, the other horse that makes some appeal is number three, Ain't No Other Man. Um, has some trial really, of the century. Yeah, super trial. Uh, has um, defeated Thomas Magnum in that trial. Was it much better trial than Thomas Magnum? I thought he won the last last Saturday. Uh, from one with Lactar on board. <clears throat> Pardon me. Ain't No Other Man's got some super performances against some high-quality horses as a two- and three-year-old. So he's no slouch. And from one, um, maybe tracking Ciparucci's every move, potentially. Um, once again, Let's Gallivant is an in, is the intriguing speed map run, runner there. Um, but if he comes out, stalks Ciparucci, and it gets a little bit tired late and bit of merit is leaving its run too late, then there's ain't no other man could be the horse that just peels off heels and gets last last crack and I'm late. Yeah, I, I'm trying not to get sucked into barrier trials too yep. much, but gee whiz, that was impressive, especially the way Thomas came out and won last Saturday. So yep. wouldn't be talking anyone else uh, out of backing um, ain't no other man. So yeah, that, that's why, to be honest, I've stayed out of this race and, and not had a bet is just because – I keep, even though I've marked Snipperucci 310, I'm sort of like, oh, maybe I should have it a bit longer with Taj. And, and do I want to see Let's Gallivant come out before I have that bet? And um, yeah, I think, by the way, I think there'll be a big improvement from Not Secret. Mm-hmm. I like when, because it went, uh, it trialed probably better than Bit of Merit when, yeah. they, when they met on the 7th of June. What I like is that Tash, who rode it in that trial, is back on board because uh, he was a little bit disappointing behind Snipperucci. But he can get a soft run from the draw just in behind them and the jockey who. He had that success within the trial. He's on board, so yeah. just one that'll probably go around at thirty, forty to one if you're looking for something. Yeah, I agree. Know. He's he's going to be a big improver from a draw. He just was never in the race the other day, so I think he just sort of switched off under Pete Nucky. So Tash back on board if she can get him to compete and switch on early in the race, and he can play a part. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I've, yep. I've, I've, I think Not Secret's got some ability. I just don't know whether he's he's quite got the mental game worked out just yet but talent wise from a better better draw down the weights he can he can compete that's for sure yeah. so this is a great this is a great race mm. and it's probably a good race not to get too involved in because there's so many like I could back could back could do this could do that and then you've got obviously the the hot pot which I've priced longer than it's currently going to go around mm. who if 
things pan out, um, especially I should have said at the start, there's a massive headwind in play up to 30, 40 kilometre an hour uh, northwesterlies. So every time we've seen that this season, it's been really hard for those out in front. So that's another thing mm. that will probably play in a bit of merit hands. Um, but yeah, in St. Lade, if hardly ever drew Barry two and was six, seven bucks, I'd be absolutely all yeah. over it. But from eight, um, I personally would like to see Holly roll the dice and go the breeze. I still can't work but out how Hardly ever didn't get past uh, Cipriucci. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Incredible. all over. Yeah. So. Incredible. Anywho. Um, good race. Good race, yeah. So that's the uh, that's race five. Today. Race six is the C Corp Handicap. It's another graduation, this time over the 1,400 metres. And we had uh, – Liam Peters, grandson of Bob and Sandra, on the show recently. I had a chat to him. Uh, he had a crack at the mastermind as well. And we asked him what was um, one of the horses that he's looking forward to seeing stepping out um, in the coming months. And Frigid was, the fir- I think, the first horse that he he suggested. And then um, yeah. Frigid, Frigid came out and won first up for Michael Grantham in quite authoritative style, steps up out of a class three, I believe that was, into graduation, um, gets in with 54.5, minus 1.5 for Lucky Lacta Romoli and uh, has been all the rage in the uh, early markets this morning, Terry. Yeah, I'm a little bit surprised how popular. Um, it's it's the one I sort of wanted to be on, but mm. oh, don't ask me why. I thought I, thought I might see three. Oh, I thought I might see three fifty four bucks. <laughs> so maybe I was just a little bit uh, a little bit wild there. But um, what, did, yeah. what, what did Brad have to say this morning? Mm, high twos, about? maybe. I think it'll. Yeah, I don't know if it gets much shorter than the the current price. But two eighty, Brad, and it's on on the Brad bet two twenty five at the moment. Yeah, so. I think Brad's price is probably more accurate still. Yeah. Like it, a little bit. It's it beat Rogue's Point and and oh, Sophia. I don't think either of those two horses they might not ever win another race. Yeah. So it didn't beat much. It's drawn a little bit sticky, but it does look very progressive. Um, a lot of these come out of the Westbeat Platinum races and they ran pretty well. Like Rule Lee was unsuited, better suited from the draw. Yeah. Um, and so was Speedy Miss, Mr. Mount Walker and Safety Bay. But those Westbeat Platinum races are real poor. Like they're really bad form references. So it's, it's, it's hard to come at any of them um, in this grade with too much enthusiasm. Mickey Blue Eyes drops from a 72-plus to a 60-plus and goes down in weight. Mm. Just, just think about that after a reasonable run. The stable's starting to find a couple of winners. Yep. Um, so it's yeah, it's 20 bucks. I've got it about 12. I'm not rushing in, never bet. Position of power. If there wasn't that big headwind, I'd be pretty keen to see. Brandon should be kicking up to lead here, but... Who knows what will actually eventuate? But uh, position of power as a swimmer beat Dig Deep in the uh, in the slop. He did, of years ago. yeah. And, um, he was, was as, that Ascot. Yeah, he was as yeah. good a run as uh, Ascot or Belmont. I can't remember. As Ascot, or as good a run last week when he was gone on the turn, as you'll see, and that that's in a seventy-two plus against horses like MTA, mm. and it's coming up against a bunch of Westby Platinum horses, and they're, they're throwing out twenty to one. So mm. if that said Cashore or something rather than than Brandon, I'd be very enthused. But um, yeah, my trust levels with Brandon are a little bit low at the moment, but still over my price. Mm-hmm. Um, but on, on leaders though, does that is that a um, yeah? That's better. Yeah, but then better. the headwind comes into play. Yeah. So I'm sort of I go, geez, maybe I do want him to take a. a, a Pop on the back of Safety Bay, and then I have to rely on Brandon to get out and, and pull the uh, pull the right rein, and that that worries me. So um, yeah, not much enthusiasm there. Um, and then obviously the one that makes a lot of sense probably ends up in the breeze and probably works to get there, and that could be a hor- horrid spot to be with the headwind. Is is Catalpa? Catalpa, yeah. Um, and as nice as that trial was, it was a month ago. So there's clearly been a little 
setback or, or something along those lines. So um, good little race. I, I can, yeah, I wouldn't begrudge anyone from going many different ways, but just Frigid's the one I wanted to be on, just, just under me price. Yeah, looks the short. one, doesn't it? Uh, did you happen to find Conquered Zone first up? I was on Galactic Storm the yeah. first time back Galactic Storm my life and geez it's weak as piss <laughs> honestly you got the back of Conquered Zone you can't get past it give me a spell. I was walking into the footy I think and I was watching it on my phone and I was just walking up a set of stairs and I was like oh it's, I, I thought it was it had won Galactic Storm and then yeah, the old Whiting Williams combination I put, put my phone back in my pocket and when I went to check the old account balance it was uh, <laughs> nah. there was nothing nah, there <laughs> Must be a protest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I couldn't believe. I, honestly, I, I couldn't believe that Jay Whiting was able to um, to get the better of CJP in a photo. Drinks milk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah drinks. Yeah, drinks milk. Arctic storm. So have a look at Conquered Zone's first up record. It's good. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. No, if this it won't win again. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, sort of along the same lines as Terry, I think Frigid stands out for me. I, I just like the way that he put them away, or she put them away rather, first up. I know it was a lower grade, pretty pretty uh, average lot, but just just sort of stretched out, put them away. So that was only its third start in a race. It's going to progress and continue to improve with racing and maturity. Stands out, but the, uh, the price is sort of... Um, very thin while we're recording. And so the only real horse what I- price for you? Who's that? Frigid. I was sort of thinking more like 250, 260 type thing. So oh, yeah, I was okay. pretty sure. For, Jeez. Yeah. I've, you know, I, I might have just priced this one poorly. So I'm $3.40, but it's the one I want to be on. So I don't know what I expected. I think and the only other horse I had really in my market that was it, even really single figures was Catalpa. Mm. Got a bit of time for Catalpa. Um, probably should have won uh, in that. Recapitulate race there at um, at Ascot on March 26. That would have been two in a row, and then it's run third to Kiro Star and other one son uh, as a six dollar pop. Yeah, rating last six, form too. Rating 66 plus company. So uh, hard to sort of get a real guide on that. That uh, that trial was good, but it was the back straight Lark Hill. So, um, but awesome chatter and last the line have both emerged and won uh, out of that out of that particular 1100 meter Lark Hill heat. So. Yeah, frigid. But if you don't want to take on take the price, I think Catalpa is the only real horse that that I think has the quality or the upside to to knock it off, in my opinion. Gee, so many of these are overs because just because of the price, I've got frigid. So I, this is one of those situations where I don't want to take on the horse I wanted to be on with a bunch yeah. of them. Even Speedy Miss was up asses last yeah. start, but again, I'm taking on that West Speed Platinum form. So um, what about um, Thoroughgood? Was, I thought Thoroughgood was super last start, but I just don't think yep. it's up to these. Loses the pont as well down at the weights. So. Yeah, and I'm with you with the Mickey Mickey Blue Eyes. I know that Riley Morgan um, threw it out as a watch when we uh, when we recorded with Riley and mm-hmm. uh, Tommy J. Uh, 2.5 lengths MTA. Yes. It gets uh, a nice little swing on position of power because it was out of its grade. Um, and the start before that, Brandon was on and it sat it, deep the trip. Watching the replay was travelling the whole way too and it sort yep. of just kept coming. So third up, Ganjimi's two winners in a week after being a pretty pretty thin old mm-hmm. start to 2022. So um, they, uh, they had Fanta dominant yesterday and, of course, they um, they had uh, Thomas Magnum win the last on Saturday. So mm-hmm. things are looking up in that regard. So Mickey Blue Eyes could be the, could be the, the flying the ointment horse to the yep. two youngsters, yeah. Race seven is the owner appreciation race day handicap and the horse that we were just talking about, Galactic Storm. We're both uh, up at about now after watching um, 
watching uh, Demerits Pride win the first, but uh, we turned it off on how, straight. Anyway. How flat are we? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Theory, mate. If That's anyone now was If you want a summation of how racing's going to a degree at the moment, yeah. and it's just one step forward, two step backward, Demerits Pride would have been, what did we take, six, seven bucks, and it would have been $1.50, I reckon, on straightening, and yep. it's tried to go through the rail it's at the to 300. Do, it's tried to do a Marasco, I think. It's tried to do exactly yeah. right, just with a bit less talent, unfortunately, yeah. than Marasco, so... Yeah. Deary, man. Do you know what, though, BJ? Mm. Good punting. We were willing to bet up on that drift. Was ex- it was exactly the right thing to do, and we should have won the race. So, um, yeah, the world's just – you know what the world is? Mm. It's just a mean, mean place at yeah, times, Yeah, just BJ. cruel. It's cruel. Cruel. It actually cruel. is. It's the cruelest place in the world at <laughs> uh, It always happens to good people, too, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Anyway. Oh, dear. Anyway. So, um, yes, well – uh, it was another another mean result. Was Galactic Storm not not winning somehow last start? We've already covered that though. But this horse is uh, back in action again. Adam Durant, uh, Lucy Warwick down the bottom of the weight set number fourteen. Galactic Storm. Uh, Colchino's coming off a dominant wet track victory at Pinjara, back to town. Uh, there's a few other horses. Who would have thought, by the way, who yeah. would have thought with a machine mare that jumps really well mm. that trying to go forward on it might be the 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 solution, like who would have thought that would be the case? Yeah, you're kidding. Like, just do that earlier. Yeah, like how it, that wasn't an initial. I wanted to ask you about that actually. Um, when I was taking my notes, is, is, are they were they was it an active um, reprogramming attempt of Coltino, or they they yeah. on, they honestly didn't 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 want it to lead? Like that. Yep, seems that's to, what they were trying to do. Yeah, even in races be, where there was no speed, like there was time. I remember Holly, I think Holly was on it. Jump super, jump first. Yeah. And the the effort to restrain and get back was just um, just so counterproductive for what you're after. So yeah, always going to be suited leading on that wet track, and that was a very smart tactically ride. Mm-hmm. But it's one who it's going to be dying for that rain to come. Mm-hmm. Looking at how it won that because it's got a great map and it should lead and yep. maybe really hard to get past, but um. A little, little bit under the price, a little bit under the odds, I think. Okay, there's a few other horses engaged in this race that at their at their peak would be um, je- definite winning chances, that's for sure. So, they're um, 14 horse field with currently Galactic Storm, the four dollar uh, fixed odds favourite. Um, Colchino five dollars five fifty roughly, and then it's upwards from there. We have other horses, single figures, uh, Paris and George, who was a big run last start. It's six fifty, and I think I'm no apology fifty to one. <laughs> no apology seven. Crescent City, eight. No apologies in today as well. Okay, so it might come out. Or it no. might, might not too. That, that, they wouldn't surprise me if they run here to a couple of days. Yes. So have we have we stamped the papers of Galactic Storm? Yeah, hundred percent. If yeah. it beats me, it beats me. I don't, I couldn't care less. Um, I've been taking it on all prep, mm. and I had a bet last start when it drifted right race, and I'm happy with the bet. We yeah. I think did everything right. Um, just a, bo- just a bob, really, wasn't did it? Did everything right. Yeah. Oh, and it's just weak as piss. Like, it's weak as piss. And now you're going around at four bucks. You're losing Clint and you're going around at four bucks. Like, no. Not for me, Jim. Um, yeah. No, this is a, it's not a bad race, actually. Not a bad race. Not no. a bad race. Brave Dreams. Dead, isn't it? Absolutely dead. Um, I thought it was going to win a railway last time. I remember saying I thought it could be a railway horse. At yeah, it was flying last, last. Obviously, there was something that uh, impacted it. It post last winter. Yep, we didn't see it for basically twelve months. So, uh, uh, yeah, it had a little. So it, we actually had Adam on and asked him about yeah. it, and it could have came back and raced. Had a little feet issues, but yep. Bob wanted to be extra cautious, and they were expecting it to trial super. 
Um, then they gave it a second trial. They thought it would win the trial soft and then just win easy first yeah. up. And the horse just hasn't come to hand. And Ad- I think Adam said that he could just tell within the horse at times that she's not as happy or whatever. So interesting. The best of brave dream could could wallop him. But yeah. even if the best of brave dream does turn up, it's such a difficult ride for the apprentice. Yeah, it's last. tough so, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's none. It's none. So, um, I, I, so, I, so I, we put a line through Galactic Storm. We've put a line through Power of St. George. We've put a line through Brave Dream. Yeah, we can keep putting lines if you want. Yeah. I've got plenty more lines to hand out. Um, that didn't sound good. Um, I, <laughs> I, I reckon I'm a big fan of the, uh, the, the Apprentice to Seniors, and I think Crescent City's last run was huge. Yeah. It's very much ready to win a race, so I, um, I think Crescent City's the one. But my, my concern is Harvey is an aggressive hoop most of the time, and I, I can't see it anywhere but Breeze. So that worries me with with the headwind I've I've mentioned, and I think it's a better horse with some cover. So um, I think I had read one of the previews that said it will just tuck in midfield. I you, I hate when you say that because you don't just get to tuck in midfield. Like if he does give it a little kick out the gates, I don't see where it sort of slots in. So um, that's my major concern that you might end up in the breeze mm. uh, with Crescent City, but uh, it's going super and. Um, It'll probably get me. I'm five dollar favorite in Crescent City. Okay. Yeah, I um, I don't, I don't, I like Sean Sean McGrady going back on no apology. Interesting to see the sort of three day spin around there. Mm. Um, two two day spin around. So if so, no apology was really really strong. Its first two runs at Northern with um, Prentice Cassie. So Cassie or Ca- Casey? Cassie. Double S. And Cassie. And uh, Martin and, and then uh, ran a really, really good third in a fast race behind other one's son at Belmont. It was a little bit flat, I thought, last up, but I, I thought that might have just been impacted by um, that brutal sort of race. It was com- the other one's son race it was coming out of. Um, from one, Sean, this has just got Sean McGrady's special written all over it for no apology. Gets the map, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Cold Chino could be a great back to Beelan as well. Yeah, that's right. So, and just this, uh, like, sta- I like to follow the stables in form, and SJ Miller is um, coming, as I said earlier in the show, coming off that double. So, no apology makes sense. Crescent City. It's a swimmer, ma- too. Yeah. No apology. Crescent City makes sense as well. I, I like the, the change to Paul Harvey, of course. I thought the head to head, no apology, Crescent City, Crescent City was a better run. Yeah. And I, th- I found it very pointed that there was money for Crescent City last start with Taj on. Yes. So, I just feel like if there was money with Taj on, there's probably going to be money with um with uh Ponte mm. back in the saddle. There's so many money horses here though, isn't there? Yeah. 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 I think um Col- yeah, map map horse would be the Colchino. Galactic Storm always well found. Crescent the best of Crescent Crescent City really stacks up, doesn't it? So you know it's um, had apprentices on eight of its last nine. Yeah. And the other one was when Carberry was on and he was forced to go back from the widest gate. So it's had yep. Jet or Taj on and you'll just see massive improvement. There was one that should have won yesterday called Ocean Zara. Yes. Um should that, have, a- that have won? <laughs> Ask Tommy Johnston. Uh, yes, it should have won. Yeah. Um, Harvey got off the fence and gave the, oh, gave was, the race yeah. to Holly. So yeah. um, nice ride from Holly, but come on, Paul, stay on the fence. Um, tell you what, Harvey's never been a jockey. I've, I've been able to catch all that well mm. like over the journey in the last 10, 15 years. He's never been a jockey. I've caught all that well. Uh, what was I talking about? Uh, you were talking about... Was it Crescent City? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's had the eight of nine apprentices. But you look at Ocean Zara, for example, yesterday, pretty well found in the market too. I think it was nines into about 550. Yep. And um, Taj has ridden it at, 
something like 10 of its last 12. The other two, fascinating, were Sean O'Donnell in features. Um, it was held up twice behind Beret, like mm. bolting, when it ran clear like peak performances. So some horses, when you go from that apprentice to the senior, what they can find, even though on the surface you might go, oh, it looks like he's ridden that well, or mm. it looks like he's done everything right, it's not just tactically. It's about what the seniors can get out of the horse or a form jockey who horses, one of my favourite things are saying is horses that are running for them um, can get out of the horse. So that's that's the big advantage of Crescent City. So worried about the breeze, but um, yeah, it's just, it's just I think there'll be money as well. Mm. That's my guess. Yeah. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. I didn't mind the the run of um, uh, he's a Parker first up in better company. Uh, he's I had might have had a little nibble on one of Heck McLaren's at odds yesterday, but I don't. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but he's a Parker's. Uh, he's I don't, he's hundred to one on Saturday, but I think just the way that he that he travelled and worked the line. If if Heck can get him hold him together for a prep, I think there's a win or two in him. This prep still the old boy. So, but he's about fifty or sixty one. But other than that, it's um yeah Terry's. I think you're sort of on the mark there with Crescent City. No apology, just with from one with S. McGrady on board. Um, on make, a wet deck as on well. a wet deck. So, have a yeah. look at, have you seen its numbers comparatively? I think it's one from 20 on the dry and four from 15 or something. I've got it in front of me. Uh, three from 10 on the wet, one from 21 on the dry. Okay. So it's it's fairly marked. Um, it's a far better horse in those conditions. Uh, if the rain doesn't come, one to consider is horse number nine, Seberate. Yes. Um, it was well found, understandably, in a class five. Got back to last on a tough rail, that Pinjarra rail, as you used to point out when mm. we um, race there on a Saturday. It's very hard to pick up and sprint on on wet decks, and it's got fairly ordinary wet track form. Um, big big weight. I thought weight it went super. Well. I still yeah. thought it was a great run. So if um, it's a hard, it looks like a hard horse to potentially ride, and a mile might be as far as they want to go. Yeah. So there's a few negatives there, but if it does stay dry and it jumps sort of 15 bucks, it's it's going to go around over the odds. But yeah. um, six and a half kilos less than what it carried last start. Yeah. So. Yeah. Interesting uh, leg of the quaddy that one. So here we go. Race eight, the big one. It's the Bofine Stakes listed $125,000. It's always a good race, the Bofine. So it's a... 1,000-metre dash, and uh, we witnessed the return of Will Chino. Last seen, um, heavily back second favourite in the Winterbottom Stakes, injured in running, um, has since had knee surgery, corrective knee surgery since that run. Uh, first up for Dan Morton, no trial into the Bowfine, slides in on the minimum 54 kgs. Regular rider Chris Parnham is suspended, so Sean O'Donnell takes the mount. Um, I suspect, though, that the even money or roughly even money is um, not really your cup of tea, I wouldn't have thought, Guru. No, just to see, I'm very excited to see Will Chino come back. We'll, and we'll talk about the positives first. So you've got the best horse in the race getting in on the minimum, which straight away is always a... Big, big tick. Mm. Um, and if it won its last race, where it went around a two dollar eighty favourite yep. in a winter bottom, it would probably have sixty. Uh, I calc- I think 63, 64 kilos. Yeah. So one way of looking at it is going, geez, it's yeah, it, things have gone awry. But this has been Dan's plan. I reckon the horse would be one hundred percent ready to go. Yeah. But the big thing you've got to look at with Will Chino, if you are going to dive into the thins, are, are you confident it can win? If it's because it, it, you wouldn't think it's crossing Mervyn or how's the serenity. So, we, A, are we going to tuck in behind those two and follow them, which it did with Zeeble last campaign and yeah. proved it had no issue? Is it going to sit three deep, which it did against Come Magic early in the prep and it had no issue? Um, or what I think might eventuate is it might end up breezing outside Mervyn and I think they might try and follow 
um, houses Mervyn might houses Serenity might try and follow Mervyn mm. um, potentially. So it's just not that obvious a map for a horse. Um, who is better from the front and loses its uh, usual hoop? I think I think the Mervyn's the key to the as he often is. He's the key to everything. If if um, if he quickens in the mid race like he like he often does, and the field stretches, and that just about sets it up for Will Chino. Mm-hmm. So he can she can either Sean O'Donnell can either tag drop in and tag Mervyn, or even if they're going quick enough, just sort of half uh, sort of sit a length off him, length and a half off him, just cruising. Be like that. That 108 that she ran for the 1200 Ascot in the race that Zebul led it was it was it was like mm. a it was like a bicycle race in a way, and that she sort of tucked in in the slipstream and then just got wheeled out and used that used the camber to to great effect on that occasion, and which which meant that they ran such a fast time. If Mervyn does that mid race sort of um, you know that that massive acceler- mid race acceleration which he's known for, and um, Will Chino sort of following him or half in his slipstream then um she's just going to get you know slingshotted off that and it's going to if she if she's right and she's that there's no issues following the the knee procedure then i think she's just gonna be too fast like and but you're right that but do you think if she gives up her main weapon and parks on them that she's still too good I think so. I, I just think I think it will be as I don't think it'll worry her because it'll be as if she's she's using her she'll be cruising along at what she normally would anyway if mm-hmm. she was leading. It's it, about it's about fluency, I guess, yes, isn't it? If, right. if they do reef her up and she's oh dear, what am I doing here? Yep. What happens now? And yep. That makes it interesting, but yeah, and and the change of riders the we've spoken about riders a lot on this show, but the change of rider is key because Chris rides her in all her work. He rides her pretty much in all her race starts and. Sean O'Donnell gets legged aboard. It's it's just a different. It's a, just a different setup. So I actually um, don't, I actually reckon it's a smart booking mm. from the yard. I reckon um, the way Sean rides these type of horses, he's got some similarities in his riding to Chris. Mm. Does that make sense? He's got those soft hands. Yeah. Uh, we often can be a little bit critical that Sean doesn't go for home a little bit earlier yeah. and, and get stuck into it. But that that could suit a horse like Will Chano to yeah, a degree. Yeah, he's very kind. So. He's very kind. Very Sean kind. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. yeah, that's well said. Yeah. So and um, I but I guess if you. If you th- if you if you're thinking there's going to be some susceptibility or vulnerability in Will Chino, then it's like okay, so how do we assess how's the Serenity, mm. um, a progressive mare, um, going to get the right map? Holly is Watson it? on board. So no, it, it, everyone's going to say, is it? Well, how's the Serenity strength has been breaking arts, mm. and the one time we saw it, um, no, we saw it lose last campaign that race when it was just beaten on merit by mood swings. That's yeah. that's a bit of a concern here. So how's the Serenity for me still needs to show it. It'll be popular it's a, here. It's a proper leader. How's Potentially, yeah. it's, it's one with a sit in the past, but again, if you're giving up, that is one of your major weapons. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't know if it's going to go as well. So, um, just looking at the the, the market, I, I do think Will Chano will win. I'm, I'm loath to bet against it too hard, but the market's missed Nerodio. Yeah, it's, La- it's my second pick. Last year's winner. Yeah, like let's just look at the numbers though. Five from six at the thousand, nine from twelve at Belmont, and five from five thousand meter Belmont. Won this race last year with more weight from the widest gate, with the speed in this. Um, those horses we've just mentioned. Narodia can actually show a little bit of early tower. It tuck, can come across and find a midfield spot. Tuck in midfield. <laughs> I well, it actually, I actually think he can. Yeah. I actually think he can here. Yeah. Um, the bars were. I thought it was so good in the Roma Cup over yeah. the unsuitable twelve hundred. Yeah. The bars went on. The yeah. bars aren't on here, so the horses. The Roma a Cup bit was, happier, so. was massive for for 
for the type of horse he is against that quality yeah. of opposition. So, And if the rain comes, he's going to be a, a beneficiary of the rain as well. And the wide draw by race eight, we mentioned this at the start, that might not be the end of the world. If that yeah. inside pad's a little bit sloppy, like a few things might tick boxes there. So I think it's about, yeah, double figures each way. Like if you're getting high, high twos, three bucks a hole, I, I, for me with a horse with that record, um, you're going to need some luck early. I think it can, yeah, I think it can run a real race. And if Chino's got a chink, I think it's one that can um, – can take advantage of it, so that, well, that's the way I'm going. I thought that the the two for mine that the market had missed potentially was Nerodio and um, Hodzed. Hodzed was a thousand probably start, meter, probably start longer as well. Yeah, thousand meter first up winner over Miss Kentucky at Ascot last preparation. Um, just a good horse, Hodzed, and um, he he's honest. Um, don't worry about his trial too much. He always does that, and then he performs on race day. Um, Hot Z double figures is um, could be could be an option there, and the only other horse I really wanted to mention was Icy Red. Icy Red uh, is a multiple Belmont one thousand meter winner. Um, was super unlucky in the um, winter bottom stakes. Prior to that, was beaten what two lengths in a in a Colonel Reeves ran second in Miss Kentucky and a Miss Miss Andretti. So it's all there, and from one with Lucy Warwick on board. Um, First up, no trial, a bit of a Luke Fernie specialty with the stable mate off and rolling in front. No surprise yep. to see Icy Red, Icy Red uh, really impact first up. Yeah, it's a really nice setup. Should be yep. three the fence type thing. And um, yeah, Lucy can track through and, and get the right run. It's, yeah, it's another one that should win, but um, yeah, fascinating watch with the return of Will Chino and um, yeah, good luck. Yeah, yeah. What price were you, Will Chino? Uh, I think I was two twenty. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I was two fifty, yeah. and but my notation said if it ever goes up above that, like two sixty, two seventy, I probably would have had a bet. Yeah, that's the thing. So um, I knew I was probably never going to get a bet price. Okay, in, in saying that, Will Chino first up a couple of times last prep didn't have the same reputation it does now. Um, it was a big drifter. I remember I ended up backing it a couple of times. Surpri- I surprised myself I could back it because yeah. it was such a big drifter. So, um, yeah, who knows? All, all it takes is there to be a little bit of support for for an IC Red, IC Red, or uh, or something else. And next thing you know, how's the Serenity's probably yeah. one that could, could get um, could get a bit of rating support potentially. And next thing you know, you, you get two seventy and you go well. Do we have a look? Like, remember everyone was declaring Elite Street in the Northern Sprint? Yeah. And um, what did he get out to? Four, four bucks yeah, class close, or something? Yeah, close to four. Yeah, four dollars. Latham was telling people the 220 was a gift or whatever. Yeah. And um, yeah, so yeah, don't be afraid to have a bet on the drift if, if it does eventuate. All right. What's it time for? Oh, it's time for the. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm peaking on my run here. It's time for the Get Out Stakes, BJ. S-T-E-A-K-S. Uh, the extremely popular extremely. Get Out Stakes is brought to you by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located at the Kenningville Markets on Banner Sorry, Actually, Terry, Timmy Hewitt dropped past my place while you were away and dropped some steaks off. So I've, got some, so I've got some steaks for you in the freezer. So, oh, really? Yeah, but um, I'll just hold under those, I think. Um, so... <laughs> Nah, so there are some at home, actually. So thanks, Timmy, for dropping those mm. off. And um, he sent me a photo. He's uh, holidaying in Calbarry. He sent, him, sent a photo of the get-out steaks on a barbie on the beach in Calbarry, like. just dominating up there is Timmy Hewitt um, with the family there. So, um, yes, if you get an opportunity to um, to drop into Market City Meats, um, swing past, let him know that, let Timmy and the squad out there know that you listen to the 1-1. Plenty of good deals, plenty of good tucker out there at Market City Meats. So get stuck in. So congratulations to episode 131 Get Out Stakes winner, 
Do you know who it was? Who won the last last week? There was no get out stakes last week because we were. Oh, it was Secret Plan. It was DC, wasn't it? Daniel Cripps. Yeah. Three, three timer. Three times. Three for 137. <laughs> Three for yeah. Is that right? 132, yeah. 132. Yeah, 131, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Cripps has, uh, D. has uh, landed the uh, the stakes there um, on our last episode there two weeks ago. So congratulations, Cripper. Found secret plan and was nearest the pin there. Um, Might go again. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, could uh, could be another get-out stakes for secret plan. But to enter this week's get-out stakes, hit us up at the 1-1 pod on Twitter, Race 9, Belmont, this sad day. Uh, let us know who you think will win and a decimal winning margin. Give us two decimal places if you want your best opportunity to salute the judge. And never forget the Sam White rule, Guru. First in best dressed, DJ. Yeah, shout out to Sam White. I haven't, uh, he's been very quiet on the uh, on the Twitters lately. So, yeah, um, Sammy Lift White. Game, Lift. Sammy. Lift. Uh, race 9, Belmont, Saturday, the get-out stakes. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we thinking here, Guru? All day session. This has got a bit of an all day session kind of feel to it. Yeah. So the Crown Perth handicap, of course, rating seventy two plus thirteen hundred meters. All day session has um. Was did was it get out stakes within the day that there was mass celebrations at the Sporting Globe in <laughs> Belmont? Was that that was the last of the day, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a tough old day. They, they chucked me on the chucked me on the radio. I didn't have a clue what I was doing, and yeah. um. Yeah, if that lost, I reckon I would have been chased out of there with pitchforks. And, uh, <laughs> and st- instead, you were hoisted on the shoulders. And, I'm pretty uh, sure the, yeah. the old the old shirt came off. And <laughs> I've done a lap of whatever street that was outside the shopping centre before coming in. Well, I've, got, I've got the opposite tale to that because it was a get-out stakes two, uh, two starts ago where I was up for a rather large oh. collect. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, things just – B. Rewilla just didn't quite get things right on that occasion and um, – all I really needed it for a half decent collect was to run a hole, but it uh, was a very unlucky seventh behind Star Trade. And then last Saturday, it loomed to beat Star Trade and couldn't get, quite get past with the bar shoes going on with uh, CJP over the fourteen hundred. But Sean McGrady on board from a from a low draw, Money Maley, magician in form. The magician, he's just uh, doing good things with his stable at the moment. It makes a lot of sense, doesn't it, all day session? Oh, it's just, yeah, you just hit the nail on the head, ticks mm. a lot of boxes. I Look, I did peak at the 1,400, but it still beat the third horse by length and a half, you know? Yep. Like, yeah. So, and Star Trade's pretty good form lines. So, during nine yeah, that I thought, day. I thought Star Trade was monstrous last Saturday as well. So, yeah. They, I mean, the worry, I guess, the worry here is um, – it's going to be on the back of the Jim Taylor pair, how early it needs to be flushed potentially, but it should be right behind the speed. And if the rain does come, like it's going to be such a beneficiary of yep. that rain as well. Sean McGruddy, he's riding super. It's down 100 metres, which you want to see, um, just with the way it did peak a little bit at the 1,400. Uh, and Sean McGruddy going on for Bradley Will, you got to see that as a positive. Well, it was Clint Johnston and Porter last start, but yep. the way Sean McGruddy's riding, you've got just as much trust in him as, um, as anybody at the moment. So I... Yeah, in a perfect world, um, low low posies, high impact at the moment. S McGrady, isn't it? Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. In, yeah. A, in a perfect world, MTA from that gate, they even try and come across a mm. breeze, and you end up on the back of an MTA or, or something like that, and it yep. takes you right into it. But um, yeah, I, mean, I, I part of me is always worried the all day session because it can really fire up. Yeah. Um, that it might be left out in the breeze or, or doing something like that, and if it is wet, I don't think that makes it impossible still. So. Um, yeah, all day session for me. All day session. Pretty keen. Yeah. Pretty keen. Yeah, me too. That was uh, that was the 
horse that my eye got drawn to as soon as I looked at the acceptances on uh, on Wednesday. It just yeah, it looks ready, doesn't he? I mean, secret plan, Taj, uh, loses CJP, goes up in weight. Um, it was just a perfect ride tagging. Um, who runs? Who do you tag the other it's day? It's a Ray Day. Apologies. It's a big winner yeah. um, on the wet as well, secret plan. It, yeah, it'll, it relish, it'll relish those conditions too. But yep. um, yeah, again, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty big on the benefits since sitting sprinters with seniors, most seniors compared to apprentice, apart from lack day is probably the one exception to the rule. Um, what you lose going from Clint back to Taj is, is very hard to measure in lengths. Speaking of lack I thought Mercanto's in yep. really, really good nick. I got a second favourite actually. Yeah, me yeah, too. It. It's the main danger. And um, what about, what do you make of the, what do you make of the first up performance of Bernier to survive? Not bad. As soon as Jason Miller said in his interview that um, prize pursuit was working better than it at home, you knew it was, going to find it very difficult to win. Do you think it's just going to build into its prep? Yeah, I don't yeah. think – I just don't think it's – I, I think Bernier, Bernier to survive, I don't know how good it is okay. still. I don't think it's anywhere near 72-plus grade at this point in time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm not not too sure. Uh, if it does absolutely pour down, look for some improvements there for Queen as well. It probably goes around 200 to 1. Okay. Um, if it gets to the breeds because it's a proper swimmer and they rode it cold first up, so you can forget that happened, but I don't think it's up to these. All all right. day, it's all day session. All day I'm only having one bet. This is it? Yeah. All right. All day session in the get out stakes for BJ and the guru. Let's take a break. We'll be back with our Betfair best betting propositions for Bofine Stakes Day. We'll find a Maddie or two and we'll whack in a couple of Betfair lays as well. All right. We're in the home straight, guru. It's our Betfair best betting propositions of the day. Lead the way. What do you got? Uh, all day session in the last. All day session. All day session. All day session. <laughs> Maddie, <laughs> lay. Who's your lay? Go lay first. Uh, lay less exciting. Cold shizzle. I went cold shizzle for my lay. Um, no, I didn't. Sorry, I changed my mind at the last moment. My lay in a lot. The uh, I'm gonna go my best and my lay in the same uh, race. I've done the same thing. Secret plan. <laughs> yeah, secret plan. <laughs> I've actually done the same thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Paris and George to run a place. That's about 250. I can lay that too. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I've written, see? Written down the exact same thing. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. I was going to get cold shizzle and then I looked at the price. I thought Always it was actually risky. shorter than it was. Always risky. Yeah. And your best in the, the market elected as you lay. Yeah. But, uh, it could be a double failure there. Yeah, so. I was 750 secret plan. So at 310, I'll lay. My, uh, my Maddie, I've had to fudge a point. Can you give me a point? I've fudged a point too. Who have you got? Mickey. Mickey Blue Eyes. Yeah. yeah, that's who I've got as well. Is it really? Yeah. Have we just clean sweep the three? <laughs> yeah, I'll throw out another one though, it, uh, but i got to fudge this four points. Uh, mine host in the first. So. Uh, well, I'll yep. just I've got not secret, 15 bucks, it's yep. 27. So there's another one, just to give out a non-fudged one. Yeah, well, Wolfie, so, Wolfie definitely won't be mad if uh, no, mine host and not secret well, can perform well. I reckon that um, with the money that will come in not secrets race, I don't think you need to rush in at the 27. So yeah. I think it'll probably jump 40 to 1, but um, yeah. Very good. Yeah.